This is a hose head production. Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Alien modified men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hot things. Dark guards and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably cloned. So when you're feeling all alone, grab a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. We're here to entertain you. Welcome everybody to the podcast. Is that empty? Did you just finish that? I gotta get my Ireland. Welcome to Ireland. Oh my god, Tommy, you're really not done with the accents. I know. My buddy at work was like, can you do like like accents impersonations? I was like, listen to the show and find out. The answer is no. I can give you a good like weird voice. Uh, but accents, I can never get on par. They always seem to go into another accent. Welcome, everybody, to the show. Happy St. Patty's Day. This is pretty cool. This will be released on St. Patrick's Day. So that's pretty fucking awesome. And I am Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. And uh, who else do I have joining me here in the studio? Well, today, I'm not a reverend. I'm just that bitch kaiju. What's up? That bitch. I suppose hey, I just is that bitch? Boy. And our, our Irish resident um so has to be Irish boy, is it? Yeah. Cause he's an Irish boy. Because oh, he's God. an Irish boy. Oh god, how do we do that in an Irish accent? No, I'm not even trying to try right boy. Um so I'm gonna try and not tone down my accent for this episode and just talk like I normally would. Yeah, that's the crack. You're not gonna do your AM SMR? Like, I, I, I try really hard sometimes to, like, pronounce shit differently. So I'm, just, I'm like, enunciate better, but I'm just going to talk like I would. Yeah. So. So, so we were talking about Proper 12, because that's what I'm drinking on for this episode. And, and both of you guys said you don't like it. I like it. Uh, I think I it's have this crazy strong booze that I'm drinking right now. Oh, what is that? Oh, Sour Patch. Mm. I love Dude, Sour so, Patch. It's so good. It's not booze. It's just an energy drink. Oh, it's worse for you. Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever heard of... Uh-oh, Bul- what's that? Bulmers? What kind is that? Bulmers? Have you, heard of, have you ever heard of Magners? No. No. It sounds no. like an Irish beer. Yeah, Harp, just, Guinness, Killians. That's about it. It's, it's is Harp beer. Irish? I think so. Mm-hmm. I want to get some like, and me and Billy did that. We're like, hey, what 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 beer is fucking German? When we did the Nazi episode, we're like, what what beer is Irish? And all I could think of was fucking Guinness. Wait, what do you mean? What beer is German? St. Pauli's Girl. Don't have that. Don't know what that is. We don't have St. Pauli's. St. Pauli's Girl is that a transgender saint? God, I wish. <laughs> I don't. We don't, we don't have many saints. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't know if you'll be able to find it because it's only released, um, and I know it sold out like super quick the other day. But mm. McGregor actually has a new um, stout called Forge Stout. A beer. And apparently, apparently, um, it's going to be a, like a rival for Guinness. Uh, there's a lot oh, of weird. like they've had all those fucking, you know, like beer and whatever YouTube dudes and all. They had them over at his pub in Dublin, uh, the Black Forge Inn. And they had him taste the stout, and like four out of five preferred his one than they did Guinness. That's a bold statement. Yeah, weird. I know, right? And it's meant to be really, really nice. I'll have to give that a shot. So, you guys both don't like um, McGregor's whiskey. I mean, it's all right. I like it. I like the vanilla notes. It's actually like, to me, Kate, to me, I thought it was better. Than what I thought, and the same thing with the Snoop Dogg wine. I was like, "Oh, they slapped their name on it. It's not that probably not that great." No, Snoop Dogg Crimes is a decent wine. Yeah, Snoop Dogg's wine is fucking great. Is red wine? I haven't tried the Martha Shard yet, but the Snoop wine was good. The Martha Shard? Yeah, Shard. <laughs> it's Martha Stewart's shit in a box. Martha Stewart's a fucking G. Yeah, she is kind of G-ish. Um, Aaron, so as an Irish person, since this is technically one of our St. Patty's Day specials, so to speak, since we do this every year, um, what is your favorite whiskey? When it, uh, Irish whiskey. You know what? I'm actually not that big of a fan. I would say a proper 12 if I had to pick everything, but if you don't have that shit chilled... Yeah, I know. It, Tastes like fucking cat piss. It's Do you like Kilbegan? Yeah, it's all right. I used to drink Jameson, but ask whiskey. Ask, 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 ask whiskey about Jameson. Ask Billy about Jameson. How do we? Uh, how do we feel about Bushmills? It's okay. You know what I hate? Oh, never mind. I love Bushmills. I've had the black label, which is fucking delicious. Okay, oh, let's get into this. Here. Ready? Tom, bring it in. What are we talking about? Are you witch? Are you a fairy? Are you a wife of Michael Clary? Welcome, everybody. Too Scottish. You know what we're doing? We're talking about a woman, you know, a lady of the of the Irish descent that was burned alive. We're talking for about being for a fairy, a fucking fairy. <laughs> Anton, you think they're gonna try to burn alive you for being a fairy? God, I hope so. <laughs> I was like thinking of what type of fairy joke I could bring in because uh, even I was talking to uh, Billy about shit. And he's like, can we we could still joke about the gay shit, right? And I was like, we can always joke about the gay stuff. Anton doesn't have a have a, a thin skin. He has a thick skin. I got a thick ass. <laughs> Actually, my ass isn't that thick, I wish. I'm just in a good mood for this fucking episode. I'm fucking excited for the live special and everything that's going on. So, Aaron, you've never heard about this story, have you? No. Genuinely. Really? Yeah, never mm. heard of the story. It's pretty like fucking when, fascinating, actually. When you said, like, the name Bridget Cleary, this is just to tell you, like, how Ireland still is, even in modern day. Like, when I hear that name, I'm like, hey, doesn't she, like, live down the road? <laughs> yeah. Are there just, like, a pot of fucking 20 names y'all pick from? Is that that bitch down the street? <laughs> yeah, kind yeah. of, like, but that is one of those things where it's, like, 
How many chicks yeah, named Bridget in Ireland? <clears throat> uh, quite a few, but they're they're not like uh, they would be all from like the age groups older than me. Like what is age. what is yeah. Ireland's uh, slutty names? You know, like we got Brittany and Stacy and is it Maddie? Um, Ireland's slutty names. Hmm. That's something I never thought of. Uh, I would say Lisa is probably one. It's my mother's name. I know many sluts named Lisa. Yeah, me too. My mother. So it's just a global (laughs) thing then. (laughs) Aaron, do you get offended when people do an Irish accent? No, I don't give a fuck about anything with people. So, like, oh, do you get offended when when I used to go to Florida every year for Halloween Horror Nights? I used to bump into so many people and be like, wait, are you, where's that accent from? I'm like, oh, I'm from Ireland. And they're like, oh, you're actually like, like what generation? I was like, I was born and live in Ireland. (laughs) So fucking weird. Oh my God, that's so cool. And they're like, how come you're not drunk? What? A lot of people that sounds like some like, Florida bullshit. Yeah, Florida yeah, is like, the trash. Right now, he's just kind of laughing. I'm like, all right, <laughs> I don't give a fuck. The fucking <laughs> armpit of fucking. That's yeah, been kicked off us for fucking eight hundred years by the English. Like, so I don't think that's really gonna. Even when people say shit like that, like they go like, "Oh, England, oh, how is that? is that a touchy subject?" I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I was born thirty years ago. Weird. Well, um, when it comes to the folklore of fairies, did you grow oh, wait, up can you, with it? Can, can you do a Canadian accent? We've asked him to do this. I've asked him to. I I have no idea how to do a Canadian accent. Just but add mimic O's me necessarily. Mimic what I'm saying. Just say sorry and say a boot. Sorry. Right? nobody very, says a boot. That's a fucking bullshit. Okay, you're yes. a filthy fucking liar. You all it's say very, a boot. It's, it's on your flag. It's very seldom that I notice any difference between both your guys' accents. Isn't that crazy? Well, here's the thing. <coughs> We're not very far away. No. And, like, I don't have a New York accent. Because <coughs> when I was traveling, and I would tell people where I was from, they're In like, the oh, New York, where's your accent? I'm like, oh, because I'm supposed to fucking talk like this. Like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> forget about it. <laughs> Everywhere. I was like, bitch, we are Southern Canadian. I am closer to Toronto than I am to New York City. New York City is eight hours away. Toronto is 45 minutes. It is. F- I, I laughed with it the one day. But Even fine. Tommy Chong said we're Southern Canadian. He's like, oh, Buffalo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you guys are Canadian. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, it's so funny because, like, if you think about that, like, core of, like, yeah, Boston, and then you have, like, Jersey, and then you have, like, New York, and, like, all of them in that same place have all sorts of different accents. And the thing is, in Canada, other than the Newfies and obviously the stupid fucking French, which nobody likes, everyone has the same. Fuck you, Tom. I love our French Canadian (laughs) listeners. They like me. They don't like you. It's fine. I don't care. They can all fucking burn in hell with Trudeau and his fucking love for them. Uh, I love y'all. Montreal is (laughs) awesome. I'm fucking kidding. Quebec is awesome. It's a good party city, except when they look at me because I can't speak French and I'm Canadian. And I'm like, I didn't. I. My teacher kicked me out of the class. I can't fucking help it. It's fine. From my understanding, Montreal is the only place in the world where it is better to tell them you are American than Canadian. As you were saying, Aaron? I was just going to say you're a government plant. You're not a real Canadian. It's like fucking government chill. <laughs> you know what? If I wish I had the, the 
the the paycheck that our government gets. We're like, hey, can we get another bonus? All right, here's another fucking thousand fucking million dollars. You heard it here first, folks. Tom has no scruples, and he will sell out at the moment. First fucking chance. If they want me to uh, plant disinformation into this show for like ten grand a month, they're going to make you completely change your stance on the vax. So if they gave you ten grand a month, would you get "I love Trudeau" tattooed on your chest? Um, He'd probably suck Trudeau's dick for ten grand a month. I'm like tattooed. No, I don't think he has it. And- I, I think he has a Kuwaiko. Well, even if he has to put one on, even if it's a silicone All right, bag. we're not getting into this shit. Okay, right. No, right. What, just before we move on, I just want to ask, right, how much money would it take per month for you to completely turn all your ideas 180? But then or the show wouldn't, kind of like, the, the, if, if, if it was, like, for the show... Uh, this mediocre show, if I hate saying this. Well, in, general, in your whole life, like every time you refer to anything to do with the government or anything that you think now, you have to say the complete opposite of everything you believe. Honestly, I probably wouldn't. As fucked up as that is, I don't value money as much as other people do, to be you honest. You don't value I, the freedom that money would bring you? Money, money, I don't, money. though. I, if... Maybe if they were like, we'll give you an endless supply of, uh, supply of mushrooms for the rest of your life. If you have a fuckload <laughs> then of money, I'll be like, I'll go your crazy. own. Yeah, I know. Uh, like, money, like, money is the ability to buy freedom, in, 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 essentially, right? So it is uh, tantalizing. Is that the word I want? Tantalizing? Titillating. Titillating? Is that what it is? Titillating. That was tantalizing. It's probably both. Aaron's on a fucking schedule, so let's get into this shit. <laughs> on Thursday, March 14th, oh, one day before Chelsea's birthday, where we're recording. That's fucking crazy. We're recording the on the birthday, day that Chelsea. this happened. 1895, Mary Kennedy bundled up to visit her 26-year-old niece, Bridget Cleary. It was a quick half-mile walk over the bridge and up the hill to the Cleary Cottage at, uh, I'm going to butcher probably, Belly Vadily, of the country of Tipperary. Come on, Aaron, tell me, tell me what that is. Oh, God, that was fucking brutal. <laughs> okay. Christ, that was fucking brutal. Okay. So I don't know how to, I don't know how to pronounce that, the town, Bally, I have no fucking idea. But come on. I genuinely don't. We have so many, like, obscure, like, there's a place not far from me called Bastards Town. Bastards? Town. Ah. Uh, That's what yeah. it's called. Um, ah, so Trudeau. What did you say the second part was? County what? Um, Tipperary? Tipperary? That was very good. Is that how you say it? Yeah, Tipperary. Tipperary. Ireland. But as Kenny approached the house that evening, she heard shouting. Anton, give me some Irish shouting. When she opened the door, she saw six men holding Bridget to her bed. Are you Bodland, the wife of Michael Cleary, in the name of God? Michael yelled at his wife as five others, including three of the Kennedy's son and Bridges' own father, restrained her. Michael held a saucepan filled with fresh milk and herbs and forced his wife, Bridget, to swallow the bitter concoction. Again, he asked if this was his wife. 
she replied, in the name of, in the God's name that she was, that, um, but, um, in the God's name that she was. But Michael was unconvinced. To him, the woman before him was not Bridget. She was an evil fatty, a changeling, and had been taking his wife's form. And within 24 hours, he would kill her. I'm getting real sick and tired of being called an evil fairy. I'm a mischievous fairy. I don't think I've ever heard that accent. Charlie, on any the part off. of the world. Which but accent? Which one? The, the accent he was just doing there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what part of the world that's from, but uh, I've never heard of it. Uh, I think it's that, that weird little hidden reptilian island that he actually comes from. Uh, yeah, it probably is. <laughs> the the fuck Trudeau Island. God damn it. I want to fucking <laughs> edit any of this goddamn shit. Now I have to. Can you tell me when this is? 19 seconds. All right. Fucking raw cuts. It's because Chelsea was like, did Charlie get fed? And I was like, oh, whoops, no. <laughs> Twitch, you get raw cuts. Twitch, you get raw cuts. She was an evil fairy, a changeling, that had taken his wife's form, and within the next 24 hours, he would kill her. Crazy. You are an evil fairy, aren't you, Anton? I'm a mischievous fairy. (laughs) I like it. I'm evil to some, I guess. Okay, I got a question. Did you hear... Like I said earlier, did you hear the folklore... Um, in your culture about fairies, like the Fey folk, yeah. Did you hear it growing up, or have anyone or any people that talked about it? Who you? You? you. I'm asking you, the, the Irish guy, the only Irish one out of the lot of us. You completely froze there halfway through. That I heard something about folklore, and then oh my something. god, okay. <laughs> Did you grow? Did you grow up with the folklore of the Fey folk, or was that like kind of old hat by the time you were born? Um, yes and no. Uh, fairies, not so much. Like obviously, we, like there was, you know, you would have heard of them, and there would have been some stories. But I remember being super young, and like the idea of leprechauns was still like as funny as that might sound. Frightening. Whole, uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of. Um, Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Yes. Um, Can we do a commentary on that one day? But that whole idea, like, that was something that was, like, kind of sold to us as a kid. Is like, well, if you ever do get to the end of the rainbow and you do happen to take the gold, that's the kind of shit that you're going to deal with. Leprechauns aren't, like, jolly and fun. No, they're not. Never, never mind the fact that a rainbow is a fucking ring. And, um, but other than that, probably the big one that I grew up with, and I would say many people from my age group would have been the Banshee. Um, mm. Now, where I'm from, she's referred to as the bow. Yeah, but it's the like it's the, it's the same thing. Uh, the banshee would have been a big thing, and I remember like if you ever seen a comb with any sort of broken teeth on it, mm-hmm. they would say like if you pick that up, basically you're fucked. Well, they would say like you shouldn't if you hear maybe uh, I don't know some sort of music playing. You weren't supposed to follow it, especially if it was in the Probably woods. You, you weren't supposed to follow the music, or you might be taken away by the fatties. Or, um, 
<laughs> if if you were supposed to be couldn't cut down certain trees and all that stuff. And the weird thing is, I don't know if I've ever said this on the podcast before. Uh, my brother remember this. My grandmother was a huge fan of the Irish Rovers. She would tell us, and it, it's crazy. It, I feel like it must have been brought up on me and Billy's Leprechaun episode, but I don't know if it was because, you know, we drink, we have fun. And my grandma scared me, so to speak. And she lives in one of those old people, like, uh, trailers. You know when old people go and they all live in fucking trailers? Everyone's, like, old, so, like, you know, they all treat each other. Like, retirement, a mobile home retirement community. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's just like, and she used to, she told us this story um, about the black leprechauns and not black in skin because that's, that's so bad, but like the, the clergy con essentially what me and Billy talked about, but like the bad leprechauns that, that would like drop bear in Australia would steal like your shit and like come in and like fuck with you and like do certain things to kind of be mischievous. And I remember her telling us this. Me and my brother were, like, sleeping on an air mattress when we were, like, pretty young. And, like, I remember thinking and believing I was, like, 9 or 10, maybe 8. And and I remember thinking and having nightmares about uh, this little person sitting in the window watching me. Isn't that fucked? I feel like I'm... More weird I, yeah, folklore. I could see that though. And I, I kind of, I suppose, as a kid, would have had a similar thing with um, with that movie, Darby O'Gill. Uh, I know it's not really meant to be that scary, but I remember being young and kind of, there was always a part of me that was like, imagine if that motherfucker showed up in my house or like anywhere around me. How terrifying that would be. Yeah. Some, and, and not even like we're talking about the, the midget version of of leprechauns from like the movie, the horror movie leprechaun. I'm talking about what I thought when I was a kid before I even saw the movie leprechaun was something that was like, yeah, like a little, a little, like a, an action figure size being. Mm-hmm. And that scared the fuck out of me. It's crazy. I'm not even Irish. And I, well, I, I do think I have Irish ancestry from my grandmother, why she said this story and, and stuff like that to us. But I remember actually being frightened and like staying up all night with the blankets over my fucking face, being like, "Is there a little person going to come fucking attack me in the night?" <laughs> to go back around to the point that we had before with the accents, did you hear the or there? The end. Or. Or. Oi, oi, oi! So. So Michael murdered his wife, and it made international Spoiler front page alert. news. In 1895, in England, the case described in detail, um, supposedly these accounts in a number of books since, and all these different works that actually talked about what happened, including an Irish historian, uh, Angela uh, Brooke, uh, the burning of Bridget Cleary was proof of Ireland's backward ways, a place where superstition ran rampant with fatal effects. But in Ireland, Bridget's murder... Uh, spoke to something more sinister. What happened to a woman who stepped outside of society's expectations? That's what the crazy thing is. Do you know, I got a question. Do you know, um, just to, uh, take a guess at how many doctors it would take to convince, uh, to, to make, to, if you, to make your wife clinically insane, how many doctors would it take? What? Zero. You could, if you convinced two if two doctors were convinced that your wife was insane or had some mental disability or just wasn't maybe listening to what you said or cooked your dinner the wrong way or burnt your food, two doctors it would take 
to get your wife thrown into a, a, a mental institution at this time. Yeah, you could you could get them labeled as hysterical. Sounds like a great well, back, idea. Back in the 1800s that you're talking about, <clears throat> that wasn't mental institution shit. That was like just... Yeah, torture. Yeah. Yeah, crazy. Two doctors. And the thing is, at that time, right, you could just like pay a doctor. It'd be like, hey, mm-hmm. I'll throw you a couple extra shillings if that's what the fuck you Yeah, but I, I think as well, like... There was a lot of asylums and stuff throughout Ireland, uh, and there's a lot of famous stories about like what went on in them. And there's a couple where majority of the patients were women, and it was just I think we might have talked about this before, mm-hmm. where dudes would just be like, "Yeah, she's a crazy bitch," and then like the doctor would be like, "Yes, she is a crazy bitch. Throw her in there, it's fine." And like everybody could just do this, or when he got sick, your wife, he'd be like, "Yeah, she's a mad bitch. Just get rid of her." So then she's in a ward. Like, you take care of the kids on your own, or you have a new wife, but then you go to the ward, the psych institution, or, like, it would have been, like, essentially like a prison for women uh, that maybe dare to speak a word against their husband, and then she becomes a little toy, because you can go to the ward and be like, fucking fucker. Like, she's just a sex object. In, In the opinion of what men would be like at that point, I'm sure that that's what it was. Do you not guys not agree? Wouldn't you be like, eh? She's my fuck toy now. I would say given the conditions of most of the mental asylums back then, you wouldn't want to get within four feet of any patient. Oh, she probably smelled like fucking just, she probably reeked of just piss. Old potatoes to have old potatoes. Who's it? Oh God. What is that accent? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, it's, that accent is from the attempt region of uh, fuck all nothingness <laughs> land. Um, Berkshire. Who's in favor of going back to a world where we can do that? Where if you get sick of your other half, you can just be like, yeah, she's a mad bitch. Just I don't. I see it. I'm. I'm. I don't think that that's. I my, really Chelsea is standing in the doorway with a gun pointed at right now. Bite so bad. <laughs> I as c- c- comedic bullshit like uh it's fucking funny but at the same time no i truly value the rights of women um i do chelsea is standing in the corner with his balls in her purse being like (laughs) actually got a cucumber and is just slowly chopping it (laughs) it's funny not breaking eye contact the entire time i truly we are primarily equal in our relationship i actually have more power than what I should probably. <laughs> so I do whatever I want, when I want. Uh, if not, I probably will get yelled at. As long as she and I was you too. Isolating that sound clip right now. <laughs> so I, I used to do that. I used to do whatever I want, whenever I want, so long as I was allowed. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's true. But the thing is, I still do what I want, when I want. You know, mm-hmm. look what happened on the last, the last live special. All right. Uh, uh, St. Patty's Day. I was wasted by 9.30. Couldn't even stand up. Don't sit there and, and <laughs> pretend that that was intentional. <laughs> it was not. You accidentally got <laughs> smashed your face wasted. off a microphone blackout drunk and, and scared all of us. And she probably body slammed you. when you She was like, it's 9.30. How are you this drunk? And I was like, I tried to make my own whiskey sours and it did not work. Billy... Your brother, Chelsea, and I were all just furiously <laughs> texting each other back and forth. She what was happened? Like, what did he here? take? I was like, just dumbass. Did ass. he take mushrooms? That's what he she just thought. took dipshit, like <laughs> usual. So 
it's crazy. So there was supposedly like because back then in the folklore and what was going on with Ireland and stuff like that is essentially what I've read and looked into. It was this kind of gap between like the paganism um, of the time and this folklore and this belief in fairies and stuff like that and the fairy folk and all this shit. And then the Protestants coming in. And then, you know, or Catholics mostly, but that's, it's part of it is like being like, do you, you, you can't, you can't have a just civil society if you fucking idiots still believe in fairies. And then there's the drunk guy down the street, like, hey, all right, I fucking saw a leprechaun. God. <laughs> it's going to get bad. Like you said, paganism. <laughs> I thought the same thing. And I was like, is that just when like, you know, you, your your girl is, is wearing like a witch's cloak and just has on a big fucking honker and is going to town? Because I got to tell you, it's a belief I can get behind. Superstition run rampant with fatal effects. But in Ireland, Bridget's murder spoke to the more sinister of what happened to women, like I said, of the outside society expectations. Born in 1869, Bridget Boland was intelligent, beautiful, and independent. Main word. In many ways, she was fit the definition of the late 19th century's new women, in quotations. Says literature scholar Christine L. Bourne, who wrote about Cleary's murder and a women and abuse of power. Bridget was the dressmaker and uh, a, a milner? What's a milner? milner? I believe she raised hens. So she raised hens yeah. and had her own dressmaking company. It's like, um, shit, she's too independent. And, well, she, she was partnered with her partner. And um, they didn't have kids. They had A person conceiving. who makes or sells women's hats. Oh, awesome. Hmm. She makes okay. hats. Nice. Also sold eggs, largely supported herself, mm-hmm. which is like, like, honestly, you know, props to her, you know. The Cleary stood out amongst their neighbors. Both Bridget and Michael were literate and relatively well off. It's like, oh, shit. Does, does that woman know how to read? It's like, oh, shit. I'm pretty sure she's a fairy. She's a mad bitch. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> She's a mad bitch. Throw her in the house. <laughs> Look at these fuckers. Uh, while many lived in windowless, mud-walled houses. That's no woman. That's H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Nowadays, we don't know what a woman is. <laughs> I know. Um. It's been stupid Uncle Corner with Tom. <laughs> okay, giving someone the International Women's Award that wasn't a woman, I have issues with that. So, Thomas, once again, speaking for himself and speaking out of his exactly. asshole. Exactly. I um, must literally be living under a rock because most of this stuff, when you guys have any of these conversations and anyone says anything, nobody to knows. Me, I'm like, I'm like, wait a sec. It's not even that I don't care or whatever. It's like, I mean, where have I been? It's just Biden. Biden's administration is fucked up, <laughs> like much governments are. He's the first president in my lifetime that cannot be compared to Hitler. Because mm, he's not mm. as smart as him. <laughs> Still can't be compared to Hitler. He can't even say... Bleh, 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 bleh. No, he certainly <laughs> cannot, but he cannot be compared to Hitler. So we're going to go ahead and give him that one at least. <laughs> so... He has passed a ton is, of really fucked up climate shit, though, and I'm not okay with that. Like, I think he is all fucking fucked. The he's a puppet. You know, he is fucking the environment harder than Trump did. He's clearly a puppet. Um, yeah, we don't need isn't. to talk about this. This is for a Patreon chat. That's for uh, a different episode. But while many lived in, like, this is weird. So windowless mud-walled houses with thatch roofs. 
Was that a thing that happened in Ireland? You guys just built Fuck fucking house there? He's mud? calling your culture weird. Tell him maple syrup is just moose cum. There's a little seaside town not far from here called Kilmore, and there's still uh, houses that get thatched every year. They get really? the roofs redone every year, yeah. That's crazy. How good are those for leaks? Do they ever spring? And like I, I look at it and I'm like, that that to me, the idea of living somewhere, I think I'd sooner go to jail. Live in something like that. So what you're saying is it's not insulating at all. It's not even that, but like there is, and especially if you go to the west of Ireland, um, like where I lived and all the east coast, I think a lot of it is more modernized. But if you go towards the west, uh, it's still like very, very old school Ireland. Um, hmm. And like a lot of people out there, a lot of the older generation out there are like. There's people living in complete isolation, like, you know, a cottage fucking miles and miles and miles away from the next town. And the town might have, like, you know, two houses, a tiny post office, and maybe, like, one store. Kind of like that. Because you're, like, the more more I am... You know, and the the more I get like into my conspiracy mindset, the more into I the just I just want to be away from c- control. My my biggest thing my entire life, honestly, and, and if you guys like knew me when I was younger, I hated authority, and that's why me and Anton get along because we both did not like authority. People telling us what to with do. Positional defiance disorder. <laughs> yeah. Early on. We both do not like authority or people telling us what to do, how to act, what to wear, what to look like. And that is a problem in our society. I do believe it's like let people be who they want to be, including this woman at the time that was like, wow, she does everything independently. She's a fairy or a witch. She just wanted to be a fucking bitch, though, so I don't blame her. (laughs) Just have to get in there with that one. Listen, Michael, you're not pulling your fucking weight. I've got three jobs. You sit on your ass all day. She fucking... Okay, I have a question. Okay, we'll let... I want to get your impression of Anton's accent later on because me and Billy both agree we thought it was fairly good. Um, So despite eight years of marriage, the pair didn't have children. And in a society at the the time, that would have been weird. Um, They would have been like, why? Okay, you guys are educated. That's not a good thing in Ireland. And you guys don't have kids? You guys aren't keeping this this idiot race god just fucking kidding. Uh, what, what does that say about Ireland when you get burnt <laughs> at the stake for being able to read and write? That happened everywhere, especially with women, That's right? Magic. Yeah, well with women it's like a woman stood up for her rights to not be abused by her fucking uh husband. It's like you're a witch. But in Ireland you'd be a fatty. <laughs> she signed a contract with the devil It's the fucking newspaper you cunt <laughs> Definitely they were different Says Harry O'Connell Sounds like someone Irish uh, a, a psychiatrist Who examined the case In the Irish Journal of Medical Science uh, Propaganda They both They both had means She was relatively independent So that was unusual 
Sorry, I got a butcher. <laughs> wow, I, I'm not sure where you're going. Like, one minute I'm getting vibes of like a million ways to die in the West. Then I'm getting some like weird <laughs> other shit. I don't know. It's like South Park. Many neighbors considered Michael and Bridges' marriage a happy one. The pair had met 15 miles away from uh, the place where they grew up at the time. 18 year old Bridget was a dressmaker apprentice, an unusual vocation for a girl of her age and modest means. Michael, then 27. <laughs> crazy back then it was like mostly like a 10 year difference uh between spouses a lot of you know what i mean you have guys 30 dating someone who's like 18 19 um or getting married to them like they knew each other for like two days and be like you're my wife now and uh she uh he he worked as a as as a cooper i don't know what that is constructing barrels and other goods that they have to create barrels for all the whiskey they produce? Is that the, the goal? We're just full of stereotypes today, aren't we? Yes. It's the whole point of this episode. In <laughs> August 1887, the couple married in a small stone Catholic church. They lived apart for much of the following year. Is that a thing in Irish tradition? To, like, get married and then live apart? Yeah, probably would have been at one point, like the the. Like but then it kind of, shit. <clears throat> then it kind of like, I would say in my like grandparents' era, then it became like, um, you know, you would live with your parents, and then when you would meet someone or whatever and decide to get married, they would like, it was like this weird like they would give you to your husband. Yes, yeah. No, it wasn't did, did like they offer a goat. I guess in Ireland it'd be like a. A ball of it wasn't like a, an arranged marriage or anything, but there was like a sense of being like, you know, they're handing her off from the family home to her husband kind of yeah. thing. That's always a weird thing, too, is like it, it, the, the, uh, there's certain things where I'm like, eh, like there's certain people like um, me and Anton probably like the person Matt Walsh, that guy that's super against all the bullshit or whatever, right? His fucking views on marriage are stupid. I agree with him on some other stuff, but, like, his views on marriage are fucking out the window. It's just crazy to, like, because he's against gay marriage. I'm like, let people love each other. So you understand that that's how... They Crazy. rope you fucks in, right? <clears throat> they say something that they're like, oh, yeah, we, we know you agree with this. Mm-hmm. And then all that nasty little shit. The is fucking right there. views on marriage where he's like against gay marriage because the marriage of a unity should be a man and female because they got to procreate. I'm like, that is the stupidest shit I've ever fucking heard. If somebody you know loves you know each biggest, other. No, you know where the biggest fucking like opponent to gay marriage came from? Is from fucking corporations not wanting to have to pay spousal benefits to more people. That's they already don't want. To. I'm not kidding. That's one of the reasons it was blocked for so long in America is because fucking corporations kept being like, "Dude, that's gonna hurt our bottom line so bad. You can't let that happen." And they use the religious right to push that bullshit through. I, I just think it's crazy is the idea of what like marriage is, and it's just like if people love each other, just let them fucking get married because they want to have a partner. Like they want like the, someone to like share their lives with. For for all of our listeners that have seen the the cartoon The Boondocks, it's like the the granddad <laughs> joke when he asked him about gay marriage. He's like, "Well, first off, I believe all marriage is wrong." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But because because in the, in the Catholic ideology, right? Like, it, 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 marriage was what I want to say. Marriage was created. Catholic and, ideology. And, you're just bumming kids until Jesus comes back. Yeah. And and what I've researched, right? Like, marriage was created so men could own women. That was Duh. the whole idea cool. of, 
But well, Tom, the patriarch is a myth. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah. It would be nice for a bid, you know, if I could, but I want polygamy. I want like five wives and then like, and you know, you can do what you want with I'm fucking kidding. There was one. You're going to turn into like some weird convoluted mixture of a Scientologist because of your reptilian shit, a Christian scientist yeah. because of your naturalist shit and a fucking Mormon. Can with I say polygamy. one thing that's funny? And my dad doesn't listen to podcasts. So I don't give a fuck. And he wouldn't even care anyway. There's one time we were like in a restaurant. My dad seems to like yell over if it's loud, he will talk louder. And we got mm-hmm. a conversation about polygamy. And he's like, I think it'd be pretty cool. Like, you know, if there's one wife that wants to like stay at home and like, ha- like, you know, take care of the kids and then one wife could work. And I was like, and I, <laughs> I was like in my early twenties. Cool, no, right? cool. I'm, I'm totally <laughs> and I was like, um, how many husbands does the wife get? See, and that's that's also my point. That's fine too. <laughs> One me, and like it, it in that ideology, right? It would. You like, can be my Tuesday husband. <laughs> yeah, my Tuesday. I'm gonna go get me a Wednesday. Either either way, it like I don't care what people do. Like in polyamorous uh, amorous relationships or whatever. Like it is like, but it was just funny. And I was like. You know, what guy doesn't want that? But then secretly they don't because when it actually happens, they're going to blow their brains out. Before, and then all the women will get along and then they'll be happy without the husband. Most men can't handle a single woman. Mm-hmm. How the true. fuck are you going to juggle That's six? Yeah, I know. So in August 1887, the couple married in a small stone Catholic church. We said they spent their year apart, which is also a strange thing to me, um, with the, the whole Catholicism and the religion of like... You know, and the woman has to kind of adapt to the male's version of what like life is, and like well, in a lot of farming, so- in a lot of farming societies, the reason dowries existed yeah. is because women were considered a burden mm-hmm. because they weren't farming. Yeah, it's a pain in the hole. Like to be fair, yeah, I know they're paying the fucking hours. Yeah, I, I I tend to agree at some points. They existed to cook and to produce more farmhands. And that children. Was, that's what. A, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're like, how many no, kids can we have? No, she's actually hands. shitting out hands that have farms on them. That's a that's such a good point because that's what happened. Is they were like, oh, like you know, we need more people to work on the farm. How, how many yes. can you push out while also at the same time tending to those children, and then while trying to cook and clean and keep the house clean while I go to work, and then after work I'm like spending four hours at the fucking bar. Oh no, they're not going my to home work. They're working their fields. That <laughs> is their work. And B, uh, juggle all of that with the complication of not dying during childbirth. Yeah, unless you you know unless you just stab them in the head. During childbirth. Just, I don't know why that care. Even after Michael and Bridget moved Weird in together, segue, but okay. she often did things like making home deliveries on her own. Uh, a lot of the reports said that her husband didn't like that very much, but it didn't stop her from venturing out on March 4th, 1895, deliver some eggs to her father's cousin, Jack so, Dean. Uh, so the, here's a question, right? Yeah. Now, maybe this is just my uh, old-school Irish brain kicking in, but just bear with me for a second now. Is there an argument here for burning her at the stake? Because you said there she would go out and make home deliveries on her own. Now, I pose a question. If your partner was going out and making home deliveries every day on his or her own, 
there is there is an argument there were rumors of a of an affair but they seem to be unfounded but i mean that just sounds like a shitty relationship not based on trust i feel like i think I suppose the, the most logical thing to do then would be to burn her alive at the stake, wouldn't it? No, of course. Yeah, but I, mean, I would say either that or press her under a fuck ton of rocks. Anton, do you think that we brought Aaron into our lives for a reason? Because on Strange Brew, right, how many times we've talked about, like, Irish, like, folklore and episodes and specials, and it seems like we kind of had a rope around Tom, Aaron. Tom, shh, shut up, shut up. What are the chances that he's a fae? I know. What if we are a fatty folk? <laughs> but we've we've always done this stuff where we've like I have I had episodes written out like that are on to you that are like cut like they were all like Irish before you even joined right? We did all these specials, so it's just it's an interesting thought process. So she was delivering eggs, and there is like questions about how maybe she was uh, having an affair. Um, the three mile walk would have been familiar to Bridget. So likely, you know, thought a little of, uh, a medieval earthen ring fort on, oh my God, Kyle Nar, Kyle Hill. Can you please fucking this? Kyle what's, what's, what's the deal with the, Narg- uh, the the fey the the fey rings and the fey forts. So I, heard I would forts, like to be, but I didn't know if those were the same thing as a fairy ring because a fairy ring is mushrooms, right? Or is it stone? Or does it depend? Mushrooms. I love mushrooms. Uh, so here we have the, the mythology of both. We have either a circle of stones, a circle of mushrooms. Yeah, like so, like you have like the mound or whatever. But there's all different ones. Like you have stone circles. There's ring forts. There's hill forts. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, as far as I know, there's probably like 15 or 20 different versions. Um, now, what all the subtle differences between all them are, I have no fucking idea. Have you ever seen that one meme of the plastic uh, backyard set for like a playground and stuff with a big old fairy ring of mushrooms around it? And it's like, see, this is what happens when you take iron out of children's toys. Um, I'm trying to find where this name of this thing is. <laughs> it's it, the first word is Kyle. Okay, Kyle N A G R A N A G H. I can't even follow that. I'm fucking okay. retired, like so. So, can you type this in, Kyle? Pronounce this for me, Kyle. Yeah. N A G R. A N G What? Kyle Nagrana. Kyle Nagrana. All right. Hmm. Kyle Nagrana. So a little fort of Kyle Nagrana Hill. She passed along the way and a place too known as a fairy fort. Did you hear this in Ireland though? What? Fairy forts. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's like shit tons of them. Like we have a I would love um, to go there. Like within Ireland, we have a pretty famous, uh, like a heritage park. Yeah, and like people, like shit tons of people always visit that, and they have actual like different things there. Seances. Um, like, <clears throat> essentially, yeah, because you're being led around by some dude dressed in fucking robes, <laughs> um, and you get to see like all the different versions of everything. But some of them, 
they are like I suppose uh, reproductions of the things, but they've used actual pieces of. They moved them from other places, like to collect them all in one area. What they should do is have a have a little person, attractive little person, you know, like some woman dressed in a fairy costume to lead you around. Dance around nude. I would, uh, I would thoroughly enjoy that. Their I'm estimates. Just very much enjoying that you have drunk Bobby De Niro face going on right now. <laughs> No, uh, no, don't don't try and do it. It doesn't work. When you just you'll just do it on your own, and it'll make. There are estimated thirty two thousand medieval ring forts or fairy forts, such as these complex ones, in the county of Rosecommon, scattered around nope, Ireland today. Nope, wrong again. Rosecommon. <laughs> Rosecommon. Rosecommon. Even in Ireland, modernization in the nineteenth century, superstition continued to thrive. In the early nineteen hundreds, one. Uh, single man of anthropologist nothing is more certain than these fairies the fairy folk they are right at the end of this episode can we bring up a map of ireland with 32 counties and i want you to say each one okay uh nothing is more certain than these fairies known as folklore is asuisi how do you say this a-o-s-s-i that's part of your tradition bro a O S S I The Fatty Folk. Never heard of him. Wow. You're like that Scottish guy we had on that didn't know anything about the Loftness. <laughs> They're according to Irish folklore. Human-sized mythical don't talk beings. About that guy. Yeah, that living in the hidden world. Like humans, they can be generous, they can be bestowing in good favor on those who threaten them with uh, that treat them. With respect, if you threaten them, they'll fucking murder you. Like humans, they can be generous in all these different ways and good people. Just like me and Billy talked about, that they're they're not. They can be good or bad. They're much like humans. They're or they can be evil and vindictive, spoiling milk, damaging crops. Often, in if something went wrong in the 19th century in Ireland, it was blamed on the fairy folks. The fairies were doing it, and the fairy forts, like the one that Bridget passed by on the Monday morning, were said to where they supposedly lived. Mayo, Galway, Clare. Limerick, Cork, Curry, Waterfort, Wexford. Um, it's hard to say. Aaron brought up the stupid fucking map. What are we? What? What's happened? <laughs> how, I didn't even add that to it. How did you add that? Crazy. Anton, you are muted. Oh, I ended that. You can't start with County Mayo. That's the easiest one. I thought Aaron did this. No, I did. I, that's why I was saying don't pull it up till the end of the episode, but here we are. Oh, well, it, it added by itself, so. Oh, it shouldn't have. Jesus I thought I just Christ. was just setting up for the queue. Any of this. Um, so, and I heard that you, like, in like Irish tradition, you guys would add, you put milk on your porch. You would have, like, certain things that you guys would do to, like, stop the fairy folk from like taking your children away to turn them into retards. Yeah. And it's funny because now we've, <laughs> we've evolved to become like 
much of the rest of the first world where, you know, we have to worry about like junkies poking us with needles and like <laughs> so yeah. it's cool. We don't we don't have any of that cool stuff anymore now. We get to worry about those fun things instead. Is it a reoccurring problem? Because it's always just been a myth out here. Which the junkies poking people with needles. Yeah, probably. It was just something I brought up. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, is that a thing going around? Fucking scumbags like slashing each other with knives and shit. A dude was yeah. attacked like on our main street uh, two a day ago at nine a.m. with a hammer. Well, see, the problem is, is y'all ain't got nearly enough guns, and uh, that's I why you get right? hammer attacks. You got to increase your guns so you don't get hammer attacks. You just get shootings. So now uh, I, 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 get I, I yeah. I truly believe in the Second Amendment. We're not going to talk about this on this episode, but I can show you a song that fucking definitely points out the hypocrisy of what's going on and trying to... I would rather live in a country that has the Second Amendment, and if there is some sort of mass shooting, you would have enough people armed to take down that mass shooter. That is my my point. By that same logic, logic, Tom, the only thing that beats a bad person in a dress... It's a good person in a dress. Do you have a gun license? I do. You have a gun a license. De- I am a clinically depressed person. I will not buy a gun. Don't know. Do uh, do you know that even I know that I know the stipulations and stuff you have to go through in. I the don't States want to get, one. Okay, I'm saying I know what you have to go through to get a gun, even in the states, because I've looked Some into places it. in the states. There are plenty of places that you don't have to go through anything. And I should say I'm not anti-gun. I've shot many guns, and I enjoy it. I just. I don't want to own a gun because it'll make something way too easy. No, you don't need to do anything. You need to love each other. Big hugs. Throughout the early uh, medieval Ireland, protective earthly and stone ring forts were often constructed around settlements, and they were also abandoned over time, and the settlements within disappeared. The ring walls became home to folklore. Today, the forts still dot the Irish countryside and continue to associate with misfortune. In 2017, an Irish politician even blamed road damage on nearby ferry forts. Don't you remember when that that happened? Like, there was some fuckery with the construction site, and they basically were like, yeah, you basically, you destroyed the earth. You gotta do an Irish accent. Be the politician, (laughs) and. All right, now we are... Uh, That's not what I want. This, this counts as an Irish accent. It's a uh, distant one, but it's uh, relative. It is kin to the Irish accent. I wish there is, uh, there's some fuckery afoot on this here road. <laughs> it's awfully close to some Pretty very good, Actually, I like that. There's a fort. We disturbed it. I told them not to tear up the earth. They went ahead, and here we are. And they shot me in my head. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was my brother John. <laughs> they shot me in the chest by Sir Han. Sir Han, that was very susceptible so to my some weird MK Ultra person came up and plugged me six times and then didn't remember. <laughs> I actually myself don't remember if it was six times or not, but I'm going with it. <laughs> in the 16th century, and I had my daughter lobotomized because she was weird. As a joke entity for you, and locals, if you walk too close. To these fairy circles, you may get snatched by fairies. They would often take young children or pretty women. It was believed that fairies had trouble producing children on their own sometimes. So they would take pretty mortals to embody their line. 
Instead, Hi, we're not taking women. Yeah. I don't know who told you that, but it's a lie. <laughs> Instead, uh, fairies leave behind a changeling, uh, as we've talked about before, a uh, fairy made to resemble a stolen person. A changeling could be identified by their strange actions, like actually falling sick or looking slightly different from the human they replaced. And Michael literally thought that his wife was two inches taller than before. And that was one of the reasons. It it really does seem like he was just like, yeah, I'm fucking tired of her. Yeah. A lot of the accusations... Um, of uh, according to being accused being a changeling, were more educated women. So if you're more educated, uh, you were probably a changeling. Uh, and often, as I've said before, it was usually someone who was uh, mentally ill or f- suffered deformities uh, where they would claim that their kids were a changeling. Did you ever hear about this stuff, Aaron? Yeah, like you would always hear stories of things like that, but <clears throat> I don't know if I ever, uh, you know, when I was younger, I don't know if I ever actually believed any of it. I always kind of put it in the category where, you know, you would be told shit like, oh, the banshee lives up on that mountain, and if you hear dogs howling at night, that means the banshee is on her way and all this fucking shit. Uh, some of it I used to be genuinely terrified by, but then there was others that I kind of just classified as like, Okay, they're just like adding this story just to make it seem like more scary or whatever. Do you believe that that the fairy folk could exist? Because I kind of do. I think it's possible that elementals and beings like that could exist beyond our eyesight. I like to think of them as ultra-dimensionals. If they're anything, I like to think that it's just, you know, maybe there's a tear in reality that they can slip through or something. I'd like a cool little action figure-sized guy to go around on my shoulder. That'd be fucking awesome. You know, when he goes up to people and he, like, fucking pokes them with needles so they pass out, and then he can do whatever you want to them. That sounds pretty good. Isolate the sound clip. Yeah, take nothing seriously. So, obviously, fucking, uh, they were successful. Like, any empowered women... Uh, it, it could be that they didn't necessarily fall in line with their husbands. Uh, maybe like these, they're being accused of being a changeling or accused of witchcraft a lot of the times. The changelings and the witch are just another branch of this idea of what this scholar says. Both were means of punishing women who stepped outside of their societal norms. Women like Bridget Cleary. The changeling and the winch the winch the changeling and the witch are just another branch when bridger returned from delivering eggs on monday march 4th she seemed she she couldn't seem to get warm the next day passed when she was shivering in her bed uh complaining of a raging pain in her head according to some people's accounts over the next few days her condition worsened and bridge's father walked four miles in the rain to fetch a doctor because back then you know you didn't have to wait three hours for an ambulance you'd have to walk to get a doctor do you think that she was just cold and tired and kind of sick and her husband just kept wanting to fuck and she's like, yeah, probably. the worst fucking pain in me head. And if you don't get that fucking stupid prick out of my face, 
Why do you guys yeah, see? So. It's just such a bad pain in my head. No. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 getting there. it's getting a little closer. There's such a pain in my head. Like, now we're on some weird, like, undiscovered island out in the middle of the ocean. Somewhere. I goddamn love to fuck a fairy. You know what I would like? I would like for a leprechaun to fuck me in my arse. That don't even sound like that. <laughs> Actually, that arse bit was... <laughs> Michael, Michael had become increasingly concerned for his wife's welfare. I'm sure he did. And began to look for some supernatural cause for her illness. According to his did later testimony... Did supernatural cause? Yeah, he did. How much is that? <laughs> Too much. A proper amount. Uh, my friend Tyler and I were at the bar the one night and we wanted JMO and we drank the rest of the JMO because there was only like a splash or two left in it and all they had was that behind the bar and it was uh, not good. Did you drink? Yeah, did you drink all that today? No, there's no way. He'd be smacking his head off of something. No, no, Billy drank it. When we, when we did that ghost hunt, Billy drank it. Say, someone's going to have to fucking ring the ambulance for him. So they went to, to fetch the doctor. He couldn't come. Michael tried to fetch him twice before the doctor finally arrived, nine days after Bridget had fallen ill. He diagnosed her with nervous excitement and slight bronchitis. Nervous excitement, is that a diagnosis? I'm just slightly nervous. Give us an example of nervous excitement. Uh, I'm so excited, but I'm I'm nervous. We're going to have to burn him at the stake because... <laughs> That's all right. I've fucking grown tired of his... But I also have bronchitis, so I'm like... So excited! It's like fucking transformation scene out of the flight or some shit. And just waiting for all the shit to fall out of your mouth. You go, Whoa. <laughs> Late in the afternoon, a priest gave Bridget her last rites in case, which is crazy that a priest showed up and was like... All right, I'm going to read your last rites because you seem kind of sick, and I just need to do this in case you do die. Michael had become increasingly concerned for his wife's welfare and began to look at supernatural causes for her illness. According to his later testimony, recording in the academic journal Folklore, Michael claims to um, uh, claim that Bridget was two inches, as I said, taller and and too fine to be his wife. She is just too goddamn sexy. Why is she so sexy? I don't understand it. She was not that beautiful when I saw her yesterday. This was like the descent of Tom. <laughs> I'm having fun. It's like, okay. um, it was that dude, the fucking, the, the Bjork killer dude that made all those videos of himself. Before he sent that like letter bomb thing to her and tried to kill her. Oh yeah. He ends up shaving his head and he's like putting paint that over his face. He's like slapping himself in the face and then he blows his head off with a revolver. You seen this hairdo, man? I'm trying to grow my hair out slowly. It's gonna take some time. I think time. you might be onto something there, Aaron. Okay. So two inches taller. Dean, a local storyteller, uh well-versed in folklore, spurred on Michael's suspicion. Okay, this is called a, a, a Shanika. Well, it's a well-versed person in fairy lore. It spurred on Michael's suspicion, telling him, it's not your wife in there. 
at Dune urging Michael went to the local fairy doctor because according to, to this guy, there is literally doctors that have, there's a fairy doctor. He knows exactly what's going on. Dennis Garney for her, a herbal cure. That night, as men pinned her down, Michael forced Bridget to drink the bitter concoction. Take at your witch, I'll kill you. To drive the fairy out. They threw urine on her and threatened her with a hot poker, burning hen's her forehead. Hen's urine and hen's shit. It was meant to be like a ward. So the hot poker was because A, iron, B, fire. Two things that fairies are weak to. Are you fucking serious? They threw fucking yeah, PP on her? That's yeah. like saying, you know, uh, if if I have a loaded fucking AR-15, I point to the head and you're scared of it. You're obviously a witch, so I know how to shoot your head. It always reminds me of that scene in Harold and Kumar, the trip. Ah, oh, bullets, my only weakness. How did you know? Do you not like yeah, this like, PP? Like, <laughs> like. That's fucking weird. Oh, yeah. They threw piss on her. Yeah. And then said, like, I mean, are you a fairy? What? There's people that pay for that shit now. That Some piece. people get paid to do that shit. What what movie is a horrible bosses where the guy, like, they think that he's coming to murder them, and he lays out a sheet, and he, like, pees on them as, uh, instead? Because they hire someone to kill the boss? And then it's like, um, you're you're supposed to be in recreational sports. Like, you're supposed to, like... You aren't you the murderer? Oh, the mixed up water sports for water work. sports, and they think that they're talking about like killing somebody. Wet work, wet work is what's known as doing work. it. It's like you know wet work, like they're spraying him up, and then it's like this guy lays out a sheet, and he's like, <laughs> "So who's first? Yes, wet work does mean murder. Water sports, on the other hand, are <laughs> something else entirely, and we're not talking about water polo. She seemed wild and deranged. According to the testimony of her cousin, Janae uh, Burke, by the end of the night, however, Michael was satisfied with his exorcism. He was like, all right, maybe she's not a fairy anymore. In the morning, for the first time in nearly two weeks, Bridget dressed in her typical fashion, in her normal clothes, which I do believe that she was at the hands of a lot of this torture, in my opinion, and that she was like... They were torturing her, and she finally kind of snapped. And even though she may have been sick and may have had a fever and all the stuff that was happening to her, like, biologically, she was, no, like, the, sick. The, the doctor said she had fucking bronchitis. The, like, everybody else confirmed it. The only person who thought she was a fucking fairy was her husband. Mm-hmm. The only well, person. Here, right? Bear with me here, right? You said she started to dress in her normal attire again. So maybe, right, maybe, just hear me out, that she was making these home deliveries, you know, and she was dressed in, like, fucking leather straps and, like, and shit. And maybe this is why he was like, this bitch is cheating on me. I'm going to have to fucking perform an exorcism on her and then piss on her and beat the fuck out of her and burn her. I swear to God, the last time she kissed me, I tasted Seamus' dick. There's no way she's not cheating. I, I I couldn't do the actually. I was like, I know that Seamus's dick oh, tastes God. like this. <laughs> Old cigars and whiskey. Do you not, Kate? Do you not agree that Anton's accent is kind of on par? I do, yeah. But yours is like all over the place. I you can't fucking do it. I've never claimed I can do accents. You have little glimmers of it, and then I'm like, wow, where is this? 
who framed Roger Rabbit? Me, me and Billy literally tried to do an Irish accent on the episode, and we looked it up. Oil, oil, Irish, oil. Oh God. <laughs> Nope. Hey, do a Canadian accent. I dare you. I can't. I, I can't. That, that, you see, I won't even. I won't even try. I don't even see. Right. So for me, uh, I don't see a massive difference. Like I said, now I know you guys said you're a lot closer than you would think, but yeah. I I never really noticed a huge difference between a Canadian accent and an American accent. Obviously, I know there's different. Like, you know, you've got the accents in New York or down south, and there's variations there, but. Just like your bog standard accent, I never really noticed a massive amount of difference. So more variations of a handful of words. But other so than Anton's really... offensive accent is fine with you. So more what? often than not, like you got to listen for certain letters, like at least with the weird Western world accents. So like where I'm from, our A's are fucking out of control. Like, there's a sentence that I could find that I could read you, and you'd be like, oh, shit, that's an accent. Uh, with Tom, it's O's. Uh, See, now, I wouldn't, I, I, I just, I feel like, say, if I didn't know you guys, and um, if I listened to the show without any context of, like, where either you guys were, I'd just assume and be like, oh, they're both in America. I, I wouldn't even... I could see I, you know, that. I don't think I'd be able to like pull the difference and be like, oh yeah, he's clearly like Canadian. So, ready. Tom, yes. say out and about. I'm going out and about. Okay, yeah, I, I heard it. I heard it. And it, we don't say a boot, I say about. About, where you can hear it, because I 100% agree that there is, it's not a the newbies say a boot. New if you say it, but we only like, and then, yeah, fucking goddamn. <laughs> I'm out and about. Yeah, you're fucking trying to church it up too much there, Dirt. <laughs> church it up. So it's great. She dressed normally, right? Typical fashion, to whatever that is. So what does she wear, like like Aaron's boy? What is she wearing when she's not, like, you know what I mean? Uh, Burke. <laughs> yeah, she's wearing some, like, She's wearing like a full-on leopard skin, fro- like fucking thong. It's like, do you want your milk, boys? <laughs> do you want some of mommy's milk? And then he comes out with a fucking snake, screaming with a pitchfork. Yeah, your little bib. Burke <laughs> <laughs> later gathered that afternoon. Several relatives came over for tea, but when Bridget asked for milk, Michael's paranoia reignited. Fairies are said to crave milk. Oh, I want the milk. Uh, Michael again took up his interrogation. Bridget told him, Your mother used to go with the fairies, and that is what you think that I am. Michael grew in, he get, actually get, he got angry and forced Bridget to eat the several pieces of bread before throwing it to the ground. So she was like throwing up and like, she, and even in, uh, I will shout out that there was an episode of Lore where they showed um, the whole folklore around this story, and it was fairly good, and they shoved, like, the bread down her throat. And she's sick at the time, 
um, according to the history of what we know, and she's like spitting it out, forcing Bridget to eat several pieces of bread before throwing it to the ground. Uh, he tore her clothing and then grabbed a hot stick of fire and set the fabric alight. He literally like, tried to light his own wife on fire. James Candy, a relative, yelled, For the love of God, don't burn your wife! Can you do that again, uh, Anton, for me? For the love of God, don't burn your wife. She's not my wife, he replied. She's an old deceiver sent in the place of my wife. Later that night, he buried her in a shallow grave about a quarter mile from the cottage. Michael spent the next three consecutive nights waiting on that Kyle Hill. Can you can you do it again for me, Aaron? Uh, Kyle in the gutter here. Kyle in the granite. Hill for the fairies to return the true Bridget. So this motherfucker killed his wife. Get this, okay? And then waited. You left out a good chunk there. Did I? Yeah, you didn't mention the fact that he grabbed a fucking lamp and poured oil all over her. Get into Several that. times. Sounds like a pretty cool guy. He, he, he basically just completely fucking roasted her and continued to burn her. You left out the pegging part, yes. <laughs> Uh, so the, the lore was that she should be like returned by the Fey folk. She would be riding on a gray horse or a white horse, but she would be bound, and somebody had to wait on the hill with a super sharp knife to cut the reins of the horse. So, due to what happens to him in court when when all this shit goes down, and obviously we got to be getting to it, but yeah, yeah, we're almost at the end. Like it, it is possible from the stories that this dude also just fucking lost it and actually believed in the faith. He lost so his mind. Maybe he was actually mentally ill and he should have been fucked into an asylum or something. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was definitely the fae and should have been tossed into the asylum where people would pay two bits to take any moment. Be a good like slip where yeah. he was actually the one who was that and he was like, it's fucking her, everyone focus on her while I go and do whatever I'm doing. Methinks the lady doth protest too much. At any moment, he believed that she would come galloping through the ring on a white horse. So it's crazy because he believed he would sit at this hill that he believed that fairies. So this motherfucker, listen to this, that this motherfucker that believed that his wife was a changeling and that his wife was possessed by the fairy folk would sit at a hill that supposedly was claimed to be an inhabitant, like a place where the fairies would be. He would sit there, probably drinking on fucking whiskey, believing that he would see his wife gallop through the ring on a white horse. Yes, because the creature he killed was not his wife. It was a physical being impersonating his wife. His and wife he would cut her free. The land of the Fae. And she would return home with was them it? together forever. That is fucking bananas. But the authorities came first. Um, uh, Wednesday, March 28th, the police arrested eight people for their involvement in Bridges' death. After a highly publicized two-day trial in uh, July 1895, Michael was charged with manslaughter. Jack Dune, uh, Patrick Boland, and four of Bridges' cousins were also found guilty. Today, scholars still wonder whether Michael was driven by the belief that fairies had taken Bridget. He was 
a literal and relative. He was relatively well to do. So he was he was literal as that as they say and well to do. He, he understood English. He could read. He was intelligent. Literate. Uh, literate. Yes. While his wife what fell Tom, sick. What Tom is not. Not after this much whiskey. He ini- hey, I can still read. He initially sought the help of the doctors, and that some uh, could kind of seem like the actions of somebody who was less suspicious. Bridget, likewise, may have not believed in fairies, says Irish study scholar Ellen Shebelu of the Bridgewater State University, though their community certainly did. Michael and Bridger probably would have not even participated in this kind of fairy culture or folklore if he did not believe it. You could imagine a lot of the resentment and maybe concern about people and their role in this community, given their status and possibly shunning of local beliefs, as some of these scholars point out of their issues between Michael and Bridget and their independence outside of the normal society, which could lead to his murder of his wife, the murder of his wife, to cover up the story of the fact that he actually did not like that his wife was outspoken and an independent woman. But Michael Clear did not act alone. The exorcism and murder were the actions of the community, specifically men in that community, that involved Bridges' murder, and maybe they were trying to find a way to fucking punish Bridget, who maybe was a woman who was kind of ahead of their, her time. That might be the most progressive thing I think I've ever heard you say. I say a lot of progressive shit. Fuck off. My fucking... No, my wife is literally a fucking feminist. I believe you, in feminism because I think it's because, a fucking shell also. Because you name off progresso soups does not make you progressive. Progressiveness leads into authoritarianism. All right? Does it now? Does it? I don't know. what I, Anything I say. Yes, okay. What happened to Michael? What happened to Michael? What was his penalty? What happened? Can you tell, tell me? Can you tell me? Michael received 20 fucking years with hard labor. Uh, he did 15 of them, and then he became one of you. Yeah, because he did undergo uh, <laughs> a mental evaluation. A mental evaluation in the 1800s, which was basically like, well, he's not a woman, so we'd say he's sane. You know what? I'm kind of sad that Aaron took too long. It took so long to be part of this episode because I drank too much. <laughs> this is your fault. Saint Beverly ain't taking no shit from no fucking man. So yeah, essentially, women should be vindicated for or, the things they believe. Murdered if they talk back or do anything wrong, or if you just feel like you just don't want to put up with anymore, you just stab her to that, just burn her, stick her in the bin. Yeah, it's fine. All right. Can I say 100%? I'm kind of drunk. You don't say. I I am kind of drunk. It's a a good St. Patty's episode. Tom's pissed. You know what I was... I had this ready, too. Hit it. Hit it. It's the end of the episode. Hit it. Yeah, you need to for the end. I need to like her. You know, fucking join you, you cunt. Aaron, you did not like my Irish accent? So this chick, okay, what do we think? She was burned alive for being a fairy for essentially going against his fortitude of what he thinks 
is like a real legitimate reason. In theory, or the dude just had a complete mental break. Even if he did wept open, he wept in open court. Apparently like he didn't really, he actually, from what the court record said, he actually thought the fairies were going to bring her back. And when they didn't, he was like, yeah, to to me, what I saw again to him being like, I just murdered my wife. To me, what I've read is that he was actually sad that his, he believed in, in his weird psychotic mind. Think mm-hmm. about it, Aaron. If you're drinking a maybe 26er of whiskey a day, okay? Because back then, who knows what the fuck was happening. And your wife is like going against you and she's delivering eggs. And it's like, why, why can I see her ankles while she's delivering eggs? Why is that a thing? Why? Why? I can see her elbows. She shouldn't be delivering eggs while I can see her elbows. Okay? And then he gets mad, and he's like, how do I get away with murder? Oh. She's well, you see, and I feel like as well, um, and, and definitely here back then, there definitely would have been a degree of, like, you know, the men would probably get around wherever they would meet and whatever, and, like, everybody would be of the same mind. So, like, I, I think back then, and even, like, in maybe more recent times, in Ireland, it was very, like, the men thought about things a certain way and the women thought about things a certain way. So I think it would be very easy as well in his position if he did genuinely start to believe some of this stuff. I would imagine whoever was around him was probably like, yeah, that fucking bitch, you need to fucking sort her out quick. And it would probably just snowball from there. You go, yeah, you're right. I do need to throw oil on her and burn her and beat the shit out of her. It does sound like everyone else that was involved, though, from the the research I was doing on it, it sounds like everyone else, when that occurred, was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, they were all, like, humoring him up to a certain Mm. point. I agree. And then it just became, like, oh, no, what have we gotten involved uh, with? The lore episode I watched, it does show in a well-formatted thing, at least in the video aspect of it, is that it showed how he was convinced in his own mind that his wife wasn't something she said she was, but is that his own delusion and his her and his own family was against what he thought and was doing. Because, like, I watched the lore episode. I made fucking Chelsea watch it. And... It is entertaining, but at the same time, this was a real thought process of that they were literally going out of their way to burn her. And then when he started to actually do that out of like, a, well, she's going to show herself as a fairy, everyone else in the room, because they lived with, um, I think, his parents, and they, everyone freaked out and was like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, that was the 1400s that everybody was burning everybody because more or less, like, at least the Salem witch trials were all hangings or crushings or drownings. To be honest, I I don't really see uh, a Strange Brew podcast somewhat of a St. Patty's Day, um, I don't know, special episode, whatever you want to call it, uh, without some fun. I got fucking dr- I'm fucking high as fuck now. And I'm you drunk and I'm fucking fun. hammered. I'm having What's fun. Is it there? It's 7 15. And I have to still go to work tomorrow. It's a Wednesday. You got to go to woke tomorrow? I got to go to woke tomorrow. I got to learn about lessons of how to be 
inclusive oh, uh, and make sure everyone knows that they're loved. Tom, are you actually going to take my advice on be better? I'm not going to build better. I'm going to. No, I want you to be, be better. better. <laughs> just down that whatever you have in that glass. Yeah, no, finish it. Don't be a bitch. No, 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 you nay be witch, you nay be fairy. Unfortunately, you're married to that cunt, Michael Clary. I thought that was something that was pre-written there. That was no. pretty good. Clap, claps, clap, claps. <laughs> All right. Follow this podcast. Holy I shit. I feel like we're reaching back. Like, I have to leave. <laughs> uh, episode oh, nine. wait. This is the fucking time. Now he has to name off the counties. Okay. Do it. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, that's a good way to sign off. Pull it up. Okay, I'm waiting. <laughs> I know that's dongle. Dongle. Yeah, dongle. What's this? Dongle. What's no, this? no, you have to do it. Do it. Point, to the, point to the ones that I am. London Dairy. Antrim. No, look, look for the ones where Anton has the. Do you the, see where my cursor is? Ross Common. It's like Russian. Ross. And Aaron, you got to give the corrections. Okay. Okay, can we start from the top? Let's just do the top. Oh, Ross Common is yeah, right. No, no, go from the top and then over. Dungle. <laughs> London Dairy. Uh, Dungle? No, that's Donegal. Danny? Why is it Donegal? Donegal. Okay. I've heard that pronounced like on there's a lot of like YouTube videos about like haunted places in Ireland and uh I've I always hear referred to um Donegal, which is also incorrect. Okay. <laughs> Londary. That's not what my cursor is. No, I'm going from the top to the bottom. I carry Come I'm on. gonna do every single God. name for it. Dunga London Dairy. Yep. London Dairy. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Antrim. Yep. Tyrone? Yep. <laughs> what? Down. Best shot. Give it your best shot. Fernmangai. Fermana. Fermana. Okay, I can see that. English. So before we move on to that, right? Managay. I don't know if you noticed the, the red line. Uh-huh. Does anyone know the significance of that? Is that the Northern Ireland line? Yes. That's where the Not British figured. own you? Yep. Mangane. Where are we? Manaham. Oh, Manaham. Manaham. Okay, so you do the... The... Okay, that's the super soft G. That's good to know. Ar... Arm... I'm serious. Marta. Fuck what I want with a cabin with no fucking wheels. Arm. Okay, come on. Okay. Is that correct? What did he say? Arm. Arm. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. Okay, next one. It rhymes with syndrome. Right here. No, you already said down, dipshit. <laughs> you made my joke relevant, okay? Luth. Loud. So you're doing it. You're doing it. 
was gonna say. I was like, you're doing it Vietnamese. You are too drunk to drive. I'm wow. No, no, keep going. Do as I say. Keep going. <laughs> Sling. I'm gonna. Okay, go up the corner. Sligo. 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 Yeah. Okay. No, you have to go in order, Anton. No, you I'm brain? not giving you the easy I ones. I can't do it. I, my brain not has to go. Not giving you the in. easy ones. Do the hard ones. Galloway. Galloway. Gal. <laughs> Guys, yeah, I can't do the small. Yeah. I don't know what that says. Awfully. 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 You're saying it more Canadian and more English than what I would actually say it. Okay. Just doing another one. I see. Where's your cursor going? Okay. You know what I think? I think of Vietnamese, I'm like a Laos. Laos. No. Leash. What? In what fucking world? A L O I S. Yep. Leash. What? So Does the A and sense? the O make an E, and the I and the S make an each. So that's a direct. Uh, if you notice, they're underneath each of those. There's the like the Osquelga, the Irish. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make uh, sense. Version and that one is the exact same, so that's like a, a, a Gaelic. It doesn't make sense. It's like a direct translation, so some of the pronunciation is like completely different than what the word actually is. Why does the one under Wexford look like it says Lock Saruman? It actually says oh, it does actually. Yeah, I spent <laughs> too much time watching like that shit. Part of the, there's the Wexford like crest. I was I honestly during this episode, I was gonna, like, oh, that's what, awesome. What, yeah. so, what soccer shirt are you wearing, bro? I, I literally wore it because I was keeping my Irish shit for the live, so I was like, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna wear the soccer team that I love. Because soccer, you guys love football, right? I don't. <laughs> Why? Yeah, people, people Why are you wearing the shirt people. then? No, this is our uh, Harlan team. They were heard of Harlan before. No. No, but they're oh, they're it would be fun. Yeah. They're a, a soccer team, right? No, it's hurling. It's a sport. With a Early? stick and a ball. Is the fucking dude that goes like this? That's nope. a shot put. No, it's a... It's, in a second, just Thanks, really quickly, Google hurling. <laughs> I'm going to pull up hurling on DuckDuckGo, and it's just going to be people throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> what is hurling? Is that not like shot put? It like it's losing. That's shot put. I can't believe you've never heard of this shit. Irish hurling stick. Uh, What? This looks fun. Oh, it's like lacrosse. So it's like people beat the shit out of each other just to... Yeah, it, looks like, it looks like fucking Irish lacrosse to me. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, this is... What is this? Is this like... Once okay. again, furthering the proof that what's the difference between Irish and native people? Corn and potatoes. Is this a um, full contact sport? Yeah. Like, no, it's, I it's hate a fucking that tag like sport that. where they pull flags have, off like, of each other. We can't do anything. Like, hockey now has been ruined because the best part of hockey is, like... Hockey has been ruined. The fights aren't, I aren't there anymore. Hockey? I can, I'm a Canadian. Don't like hockey. Never watch it. My dad and my brother are super into it. Like, hardcore into hockey. And 
My brother used to play hockey, and the only reason why I went was to see him get into fights because it was the most entertaining shit. Pornhub category. (laughs) I don't like hockey, but fights, man. That's the whole reason why I made interesting me as a kid. I was like, all right. It's just dudes in chalk straps beating the shit out of each other on the ice. They have helmets on and they can skate. I'm a Canadian. Can't skate at all. I can't skate. You're an embarrassment to your people. I can't. Can Why you guys look like you put Vaseline over your camera? Isn't that funny? I, I did this on purpose. Can you guys skate? Just curious. And uh, no, not really. See? <laughs> I bet Anton can skate better than both of us. Oh, I can skate. Yeah. So long, everybody. This was fun. What time we'll was see, it? We'll, we'll see you uh, live. <sighs> we'll see you live Thursday. Yeah, Thursday. Thursday. Join us, because last time Tom got way too drunk, and it might happen again, and that would be wonderful. No, if I did it tonight a little bit, I'm not doing it at all fucking in two oh, days. Oh, yeah, you are? Bullshit, you're not fucking... Shh. No, we're drinking on Thursday. I'm off Friday. We are drinking on Thursday. Aaron, you remember those cans that I said I was drinking that were truly empty? Who knows? There's a big conspiracy. Another another full of fucking wet work. I won't be drinking anything. It'll all be water. It's come back. (laughs) All right. Everybody love everybody. And remember, kids, alcoholism's no fucking joke. Don't be like Thomas out there. He's setting a bad example for all the wee folk and the children. Happy fucking St. Paddy's Day, you awful cunts. <laughs> Tom Thompson. Tom Cat. What up, girl?